Hey, before we rock out on the podcast, get more sales tips, videos, and even live podcasts. That's right. We're going to do live podcasts by connecting with me on Twitter at Marsh Bice. That's at Marsh, B-U-I-C-E. Dude, I look forward to connecting and learning from you right there. Now let's get on with the show. You look at all the originators and innovators, the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, the Michael Jordans, Andy Grove, Jeff Bezos's of this world. They're all in a constant state of positive paranoia. What if they would have stopped at just the iPod, Windows operating system, playing for the Chicago Bulls, or just just being an online bookstore? See, if they weren't positively paranoid, they would have rested, they would have stopped, they would have been satisfied. And look at what they would have left for someone else. It wasn't enough just to lead. They had to dominate. What state of mind are you in? Welcome to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. When Michael Jordan gave his Hall of Fame induction speech, it wasn't the normal speech of thank you all, God bless, and good night. His Hall of Fame speech had some stank on it, man. Jordan began to roll out all of the slights. At first, it was it was the thank yous, and then all of a sudden, it it turned a different direction. He began to name all of the slights that he had in his path to becoming one of the world's most recognized athletes. From being cut to not being prized enough by the organization, he even, he even talked about the high ticket prices for his family to attend this Hall of Fame speech. I think truthfully, his speech was a real look into what made MJ one of the best ever. Every slight became became a log added to his fire of desire to be the best ever. Intel founder Andy Grove said, only the paranoid survive. And I think a lot of people take this wrong, where they, they hear the phrase and they think that, that if someone's in a literal state of paranoia, that they're going to end, eventually end up in the nut house because they're just a soup of emotions. But I think the saying is, in fact, true. Only the paranoid do survive. But the paranoia is not, it's not a negative one. It's one of positive paranoia. Because that positive paranoia is used as fuel in your life. You think about some of the innovators, man. The Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, the Michael Jordans, Andy Grove, Jeff Bezos, just to name a few. They all had that positive paranoia. It's that paranoia to never rest on your laurels, man. Never be satisfied about your accomplishments, what you've already done to... To constantly push even harder, even further. Because see, if they would have stopped only at the iPod, only at the Windows operating system, if they would have stopped because they simply got drafted by the Chicago Bulls, if they would have stopped at at only just being an online bookstore, see, if all of these guys weren't positively paranoid, they would have rested, they would have stopped, it would have been good enough, they would have been satisfied. And look at what they would have left on the table. All of that untapped genius. All of that untapped potential. Left for someone else to be the best. That positive paranoia, man. What it did is it caused them to never rest, man. See, what they did is they had to improve on what they've already proved. See, what they had to do is they had to improve every single day. Prove to themselves that there are no limitations other than what's said in their mind. They never stopped asking what if, how much harder, 
How much further? How much higher? See, even when they were on top, they never sat. Because they knew that if they stopped, they knew that if, if they stopped, someone's going to eventually pass me. And if I get passed, eventually I'll get lapped. Let me ask you this, man. How paranoid are you when you come to work today? What state are you in? You got a tough month going? Is the weather kind of bad today? Things tough in your life? So you sit there and you're in that state of mind, so you're just, I hope something turns for me. Do you have a good month going? And and so you got a good month going, so you're in that state of mind where you kind of lost your state of urgency, your sense of urgency. Or do you show up positively paranoid, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter how good or how bad it is, you show up positively paranoid, saying, where the fuck's it at? See, having that, that, that sense of positive paranoia is asking the question to yourself, is, is where I'm standing right now, is what I'm talking about, is what I'm doing right now, will it advance me or am I subject to be passed? Am I putting myself in a loser's position? Because if I get passed, eventually I'll get lapped. See, in sales, what we try to do, man, we try to get that warm fire going, don't we? We set goals based on what we have to make in order to, in order to make ends meet, not what we need to make to be successful. So we lay a little wood on the, on the, on the fire, a little, a little wood of action, some phone calls, a little sense of urgency and persistence because we've got to get a good month going. We've got to have a good month. But once we get that nice warm fire going, we stop. We hold our hands, we hold our hands out, man, to feel the warmth of yesterday's efforts. We breathe satisfyingly. We smile, rest easy. I'm okay. But the fire, the fire eventually gets weak, man. The once glowing embers begin to haze over into, into gray coals and everything eventually goes cold. What was once a blaze, <laughs> now, now it's just a heap of smoldering ash, man. You need logs, dude. You need logs, but you never stop putting logs on that fire. Hell, you know how hard it is to get a fire started in sales? If you know how hard it is to not only cause a spark, but I mean to cause a spark through effort after effort, call after call, push, persistent, grind, grit, fall down, get back up, fall down, fall down, fall down, get back up. Man, all of those times you clashed, you clashed your rocks together to finally get a spark to catch. Man, if you, if you, if you nod your head knowing how hard that shit is, then why in the hell would you ever let your fire go out? Why would you even let your fire grow warm? It's got to be unbearable. Don't ever stop looking for wood, man. Don't ever cease putting more wood on your fire. If what you're doing right now ain't chopping wood, then I suggest you start looking for that next tree. See, it's not enough to get on top. You need to then pull ahead and keep adding until you dominate. Tell you something, players were so intimidated by MJ that they told the once rookie, Kobe Bryant, they said, whatever you do tonight, 
do not look him in his eyes. Kobe said, what do you mean don't look him in his eyes? He said, because if you do, you'll awaken the beast. Do not wake the beast. Kobe did just that. He stared because he, he was looking at one of the best players in the world. But Kobe Bryant had to dominate him. He stared him down. Years later, MJ laughs about it. He remembered that night. Kobe had to be one of the best, too. He had to dominate. Always look for wood, dude. Everywhere, all around you are, are, are areas to learn, lessons to be had, lessons to be taken forward. Even the slights, even the injustices, even the wrongdoings, that's wood. Add it to your fire. See, when your feet hit the ground today, man, you chop wood. You add it to your fire. And you make that fire so hot that none of your competition can even come close. A fire that's burning so hot, a blaze that is so, so hot that they can't even get close. They can only watch you blaze from a distance. Show up. Chop wood. Add wood to your fire. I'll see you next time on The Sales Life. Hey, thanks for catching the show. Subscribe so that you never miss another episode. Also, share your feedback and show suggestions with me at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. That's thesaleslife, the number one, at gmail.com. And share the episode with others. And I'd really love you a long time if you'd rate and leave a quick review of the show. This will help get the word out. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here next time on The Sales Life.